0: Join us as we explore timeless wisdom from around the world, seeking truths that resonate most for each individual. Welcome to Peace on Your Journey podcast. I'm John Lawyer, a former soldier turned spiritual traveler. At Keyshar, we celebrate the journey of discovery together, delving into various religious, spiritual, and philosophical traditions. For a deeper dive into spirituality, join our vibrant online community at Keyshar.org. If you'd like to experience this production with dynamic art and video content, check out our YouTube channel at Peace On Your Journey. It's okay to be wrong. Having problems is natural. We may at times go through life pretending everything's okay. It's taught to us by our community, our parents, our teachers, other adults. It's this stream of unconsciousness. It's that pull of society and culture to the, this is just the way it is, or automatic acceptance of What we're being told is right. And that automatic acceptance might be shallow. It can even be toxic if we're unaware of it, because awareness plays a big role. The more aware we are, the better chance we have of self-improvement, not self-improvement for improvement's sake, but for our own peace of mind, to be more centered, grounded, and calm. We become conditioned to say we know or we understand before we actually know or understand It's okay to say, I don't know, or I don't understand. Maybe I need help. I think there's great power in saying that there's things out there that we can find the actual answer to, or maybe it's not about finding the answer, but understanding what it is. So we can know the answer to something and still not understand it. Maybe we find it for ourselves or someone tells us the answer and maybe they don't tell us the answer, but they simply find a way for us to find it. I think together, we're stronger and collectively we have, we have a lot of answers, maybe not all of them, but possibly most of them. Did you ever think about how a teacher may say the same thing multiple times in different ways? If you've read the Analects of Confucius or the Pali Canon of Buddha or the Bible, you'll see these great teachers and spiritual figures teach the same thing in multiple ways. We never know what's going to click. With ourselves or with others, and as a teacher, it's about understanding what you teach. Others looks differently to you as a teacher than in, than to who you're teaching. So, how do you communicate what you're saying effectively? But learning is also about being open as a student. So, think of tabula rasa or being a blank slate. Are you prepared to receive? Are you willing to receive information and knowledge? And we can look at the human nature and the nature of the ego. We have the ego in our base mind and they're incredibly powerful things. They've kept us alive for thousands of years and they're great at doing their job. But the ego and mind, they overperform. And that's part of what spirituality is all about is mitigating that overperformance of the ego and the mind. So how do we calm our mind and ego that allows for this deeper connection with our consciousness, and then further behind that, our true self and that universal oneness of everything. When you look at quieting your ego and mind and looking at the nature of things, keep in mind you aren't talking about the mental here, but there's also the the biological. So it's not just mental, it's also biological. The biology of our body may tell us to just maintain to not change because it's working. Whatever we're doing, the body is like, we're alive. So it must be working. You have to consciously move past that physiological and mental barricade that can be in your way. It's not like some kind of immovable wall. You simply have to choose to go over, under, around, or simply just walk through it. That power is always within you. It's there right now. It will be there tomorrow. And if we're wrong, and know it, what keeps us from admitting it? Is it fear, judgment, acknowledging another path or another way can show immense strength within ourselves? It can show others that we have strength. And so is there some kind of paradox of knowledge that the more we know, the more we may realize that we don't know? Socrates said something along the lines of, I know that I know nothing, or that the only true wisdom is knowing that you know nothing. Jon Snow knew nothing. So let's acknowledge the beauty of what we know and the potential and power of the infinite that we don't know. There's an infinite amount of knowledge out there. And so consider understanding our internal conflict. And when we do that, a look at cognitive dissonance, which I feel like we hear from time to time, but what does it actually mean? It refers to this mental discomfort or tension that arises when a person holds two or more contradictory beliefs, values, attitudes simultaneously, or when they perform an action that is inconsistent with their beliefs and values or attitudes. And so this discomfort may prompt the individual to make changes in order to reduce this inconsistency. But we have to be aware to get to this point, to look for these inconsistencies and things that we might think versus actions that we take or things that we do. So how do emotions or feelings play into our position of being wrong or being open. Does pride get in the way? Think about how open you are to new things. Think about how open you are to changing your mind. And then think about how open you are to letting go of a specific belief or value and acknowledging another way. What did you come up with? Are you movable, immovable, sometimes both? Is your burden of proof too high? Sometimes we might even ask ourselves why we believe what we believe. If our emotions are getting in the way, how can we work within ourselves to control them and then become more open? That goes back to being present in the moment, processing things as they happen and come into your being. And if you process them as they occur, you have a better chance of not letting them control you. It's better to live without these feelings having this domain over us. Particularly think about how emotions impact your open-mindedness when it comes to relationships relationships should be one of the most open places in our lives and sometimes it ends up being a place where we might be more prone to hold on to our ideas and so consider if you can be more open in all of your relationships to be able to say i might not be right here maybe i can or need to let go of this thing or that i can accept this thing over over here you know I'm flexible. You know, are we flexible? Ask that question. And so are we asking the right questions? Maybe it's not always exactly about whether we're right or even that we're changing what we see or what we believe. If we reconsider how we frame what we are looking at when we see things differently. And so ask different questions or ask existing questions differently. Spiritual growth isn't about any kind of rigidity. It's the opposite. We adapt evolve, change, and learn as we progress down these spiritual paths. If change is one of the only universal constants, embrace it and live that change. Put yourself in motion. There may even be benefits in being wrong or looking at things in different ways. Consider the benefits of admitting when we're wrong. It promotes learning. It encourages growth. And it it fosters resilience with this growth mindset. Are there any tools that you can use for growth In this area, there's reflection. You can just sit down with yourself and question the issue and kind of work it out internally. You could journal on this specific topic. And when you write, things come out that you didn't even know existed. You learn about yourself. Mindfulness meditation may help you become more self-aware and open. And as you practice mindfulness, you begin to become aware of all these things in your day-to-day life that happen beyond just the times that you're doing mindfulness meditation. Before we move on, please subscribe by hitting the watermark in the lower right-hand corner and share this with any friends and family that you think might benefit from it. Not knowing or understanding something about a situation that impacts us or someone close to us might be part of this conversation. You know, I had an experience with this that goes back to the war in the Balkans. Geopolitics was always something that was really important to me, something I was really interested in. I'd read about the Balkan conflict in newspapers. I'd watched it on the news in the late 90s uh, when I was in high school, but it just didn't click exactly what was happening. I mean, I read about it, kind of understood it, but I didn't really understand it. And when I went off to the Army, I had an instructor, a couple of instructors that tried to explain it to us in Army counterintelligence school. But again, it didn't really click. They'd been there. They'd seen it. But they, you know, I just still didn't quite understand what was happening. Then years later, when my wife and I were in Afghanistan, we had a very close friend of ours, and she was from the Balkans. And she taught me a little bit about history, and I understood it better, but I still wasn't quite there as far as like understanding exactly what was going on. And then years later, after we'd been friends for a long time, she got me a book for, for my birthday, and it had won the Nobel Prize for Literature decades ago. And it was about the history of the Balkans. And it went way, way back several hundred years. And it got to the history and the heart of the conflict. And, you know, a book recommendation to me is a sacred thing, especially between close friends. And it took me a few months, but finally I started to read it and got through it. And it was really beautiful. It had this power. Uh, And once I finished it, I found that I had this much greater understanding of the Balkans. Especially Bosnia, and I had a better understanding of of that. But I also had a, a closer connection with my friend who was from there. Changing or expanding your mind this incredibly powerful thing. We can change our beliefs, our values, even our knowledge. And if knowledge through experience becomes wisdom, our wisdom may even change. What we what we hold true and the values that we have those things that are at our core can change. And this can move us beyond our preconceived notion. Where do these pre-built ideas come from in the first place? Our community, our extended family, our, our nuclear family, teachers, peers, friends, coworkers It's all these tribes that we belong to and then they come to define us and shape what we know or what we think we know or what we believe that we know. And I'm not saying that we can't take parts from all of these different places and have them shape us and it'd be a very positive thing because it absolutely can be because our tribes are naturally going to have a great and positive impact on us, but they're also going to have an influence on what we see and how we see it, how we see ourselves, how we see our, the universe. And we have to ask ourselves, is this process intentional? And are we aware of it? Or is it just happening? And the idea of awareness comes up again in intention. Do we want to be open to new ideas and concepts? Are we willing to challenge the status quo? So let's be perfectly okay being wrong. If we can accept it, we can change it. We're probably all going to have negative traits or traits that are seen as negative by ourselves or by others. And what's wrong for me might not be wrong for you, and that's okay. Right and wrong are these incredibly subjective things, these terms. They might be useful in carrying on Uh, this, This culture and society and community that we all live in. But there are tricky terms in the spiritual realm where the truth often lies in the balance. The universe isn't in the black and white or the right or wrong or the yes or no. The universe exists in this balance. Maybe it's less about accepting that we may be wrong. And instead, it's just seeing that there are many paths to the truth. Even accepting that we are prepared to be open to other views and ideas is incredibly liberating. It can allow us to see more truth and humanity in ourselves and others around us. It can show us that we're more unified than we think we are. As you kind of consider this, do you have a hard time letting go yourself when you know that you might have been wrong or you think that you might have been wrong? Do you need new or fresh perspectives on something? Do you have any preconceived notions that have been passed down to you by your tribe or tribes? And what are they? Maybe list them out and and think about these things that, that we have, that we hold true, that we don't know for sure if they're truths. And how would your relationships change if you were more open? Was there ever a specific time where you were wrong and wish you had changed your mind or changed your view? And have you acknowledged that to someone close to you? How can you shift your mindset moving forward? And If you could just leave a comment about this and let's have a discussion about it because that's what it's all about, uh, talking to each other. And for a peaceful community where people can share their journeys, uh, be themselves, ask questions like this, visit keyshar.org. And please like this video if you want more content like it. And until next time, I wish you peace on your journey.